0: is now being recorded. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Reggie Bullock, and this is the This Is Recorded podcast. I'm here with my boy, uh, Kenny, Nephew Ken. Uh, Man, entrepreneur, man. This dude got his hand in a little bit of everything, but right now we're taking it on the music side. Um, uh, The new album is called The Birth of Nephew. Um, So, Kenny, you did an interview with this recorded in the past, but... Uh, for the newer listeners that maybe haven't listened, or they just started listening, uh, tell the people, uh, who you are, where you from. The name's Nephew Ken, representing California, um, Long Beach and Lancaster, California areas. Uh, today, <laughs> my suit that I'm wearing is a, a multi artist and music producer, but I do other things as far as business. And, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. And, uh, yeah, just dropped an independent album on all streaming platforms that we're gonna talk about today. And, uh, that's pretty much my introduction. Okay, but specifically, as most people should be able to tell from the album cover, you are from Long Beach, California, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, home of uh, one of the most famous people uh, from Long Beach, uh, Snoop Dogg. Definitely, like, so we could tell from the artwork, you know, it's Snoop Dogg influence, but it's definitely on your own little take on it. Can you tell us a little bit about the artwork that you chose for this album cover? Um, straight up, um, the cover's paying homage to him being a legend from my birth. Um, City. Um, the album was one of the first albums that I got to listen to as a kid with my mother. So that's why on the artwork I put the R.I.P. Carmen. Then if you get into the art detail, um there's a kid dog with a Walkman, because when this album came out, it was on cassette. So The kid leading on the doghouse is representing me listening to the album. And then, um, yeah, just pretty much paying homage to, you know, a highlight of the beginning of when I first fell in love with music. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, a lot of people have questions about that and stuff like that. Like, oh, or it looks familiar. And I really I think it's a great marketer, too, because, like you said, you're paying homage to Snoop. And I think it's. Like, it's interesting. It's like, that was cool back in the day because I remember, like, it was inappropriate for me, I guess, as a kid. But I remember the dog, and the dog had the boobs out, dog Mm kind of stuff the cover when you open it up. But I remember one thing about it is that it stood out. And that's the main thing when you want to grab somebody's attention, especially as a newer artist, as an independent artist specifically, you need to have things like that. To stand out, and I thought it was amazing. I was gonna ask you about the RIP Carmen, but you already explained that. But, um, it's definitely shout out the person, um, that did your artwork. Is it TZ the artist? Did I get that right? Okay. Yeah, TZ the artist. Out from North, North Carolina or somewhere on the East Coast. Shout out to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely shout out to her. I mean, she did a great job with that, and I thought the album cover was amazing, so um, your process mm. on making this album what was your process like? what was your thoughts going into it like what did you do? did you find yourself eating something different? was it kinda of like a pregnancy like, oh, I was doing this a lot during this what was it like going into making the album the process in making um the first two tracks were actually started a year ago during the process of my mom's um you know um Hospital and getting sick, so I needed a way to channel my energy. So I hit up um, an engineer out here in Lancaster and told him I needed some time. Wanted to lay some tracks and get get back on this music stuff. Um, so I had a uh, I had all that going on in the song Elevate and Bright Lights were the ones that I um, recorded. When I was, you know, finding out what was going on with my mother and things like that. And then when she eventually passed, I took a, a step back. um, Like eight months step back uh, from recording. And then I picked it back up in uh, January. But I went down to Gardena to knock out the remainder of the album. Um, basically, my process is uh, I don't really like too many people in the studio with me. Uh, I like getting the most out of my studio time. Um, I don't keep everything I record, even if it's like a good take. Like, if I hear the way I delivered a certain thing, I re-record it. Um, and then I put a lot into the, the background craft and, like, it's like an art. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm multi-artist, so I make sure my art is, is good, good to go. And then, um, you said food cravings. The only thing I need is a little snack and some Fiji water and I was straight. <laughs> Almost every recording session, I brought a, a Fiji water or two. And it got to the point that engineering Gardena on our last couple of sessions, he, he started bringing Fiji water. He put me up on, um, curry chicken. I thought curry chicken was like something else, but yeah, he had put me up on, um, Curry chicken, so in the process of uh recording this album, that was my first experience having curry chicken as well. Man, curry chicken. I'm from New York. there's a <laughs> lot of Jamaicans in New York, man. So curry chicken, roti, curry goat, like it's just a big yeah, thing. Like the rice. Like with the rice, man, oh man, it's definitely that can get you it can either make you sleepy or can get your your motivational engine started. Like I ate good, let's get it, you know. <laughs> It could do yeah. one or two things. But something you said when you was going through the process with your mom and um, God bless you and the family still, you know, she's gone but never forgotten, obviously. But you told me something earlier off air that um, what did your mom have y'all do? Tell them what your mom had y'all do while listening to the Snoop cassette tape. Uh, she used to allow us to act out the, the kids skits of like the cat classroom scene. <laughs> um, and we used to have fun doing that my mom was really a real 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 big music and hip hop fan um, her collection is off the chain um, some of the CDs and cassettes that I still have of hers just going back looking at them was like dang like my mom was really into music um and uh, she allowed us to, to hear it you know um that was one of the ways she wanted to inspire me to do something, you know. You know, raising her 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 boy, you know. So she showed me music. Oh yeah, the birth of nephew is definitely. I mean, the vibe is definitely. I mean, I mean, really, the artwork stands out to me the most. Like, and it makes sense from you being from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Like, some people, you know, a lot of people they want to make big deals, like. I need to be my own, man. There's nothing wrong with, you know, really, like, showing love, man. Like, that's the problem now is a yeah. lot of people that they don't want to show love, and I think it's great, and I think it makes sense. I'm all for what makes sense, and being that's what influenced you, and being, you know, if you telling that story of y'all doing the skits and stuff, it's only right that you did something like that. It really yeah. only makes sense. So, I mean, the beats really, really, really stand out in the uh, shout out to the engineer that um, did your work. What's their name? Or if it one or two so different the first engineer Yeah, the first engineer is um, Jazz Savvy Marshall. You go by Savvy in the industry. Then the second dude was um, Michael Eighty Nine Williams. He uh, helped me finish up the album and the recording and engineering. And then um, a guy that mastered it. Was named Michael, um, Sterling, out in Tennessee, I believe. Um, he's just a guy. I didn't really meet him. It was just, um, business over the internet for him to master the project. Okay, so, um, like, with the engineer, like, who did all the beats for it? Because the beats are, you know, they're definitely good. That was you, right? Yeah, I did all my production. Wow. I mean, I always love, you know, people, you know, a lot of people got on J. Cole recently for making all his beats, where I was like, I mean, I think that's pretty amazing. They like, well, for him to go further. And I feel like, to me, I've been to the J. Cole concert. It was some of the best, like, top three concerts I've ever been to. Might have been two. And I think, like, the way people respond to his music and his sound I think the most important thing in music is to have a core, or in any entertainment field, is to have a core. But I yeah. can understand how people, they say like Lil Wayne just had Manny Fresh, but when he branched off and got other producers and other beats, he really, really got big. And I think that's cool, yeah. and that's straight and all that, but I think when you have a core that really fucks with stuff, music and they really like it, I think that's the most important thing. So For you to make your beats and rap over it, it's amazing, man. And, I mean, if you can get with other people, that's always appreciated and cool. But I see nothing wrong with people rapping and making their own beats. And I feel like you know your sound, so who better than to make the beat but you? And if you're able to do it, which you did a good job, a great job on this album, like, you should do it. And, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you could wear many hats. You already see the Ellie Lennon, you know, you got the website, you got everything, man. So why not make the beats, too, man? I I really think the beats are amazing <laughs> on this one. So the birth mm. of nephew, man, we're going to keep yelling it so you can remember throughout this whole uh, interview, it's streaming everywhere, the birth of nephew from Nephew Ken. Make sure you all check that out, man. So uh, what did you want it to feel like or sound like when you were making it? Um just a collection of like a, a of good energy um and then um just just uh, no matter what you're going through, just turn your pain into a positive energy, and like I said, I'm a multi artist so i I use that energy to make this uh like an art piece like a vocal art piece. Uh, like it, it helped me take my mind off of what was going on as well. So, um, if that answers your question, cause I'm kind of I got many things I can say about it. I don't, don't want to go too far into it. Well, no, I mean I get it, man, and I, I think it does. It does have a vibe of like a party vibe or just a positive vibe. Like if there's no yeah. and, and for you to go through uh, and you to be a person has lost both parents, you know, like, yeah. if they didn't know, go back and check that uh, Ellie Lennon, uh, CEO Kenny interview on this is recorded podcast, go to really dig into his life, into his story. But for you to have lost both parents and then be going through a process of currently losing one while making this is amazing for you to like be so upbeat and positive. Like I don't hear yeah. no real depression Songs or sad songs mm. or just all energy. Like you said, mm. man, uh, one of them that stands out and on title, I listen to Title. Shout out to Hov. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I listen to all my stuff on Title. So, one of yours that pops up, I guess, is a popular one, is Poverty. Uh, and mm. it's your only feature. Your only mm. feature is uh, with uh, Kingston the Barber. So, tell us a mm-hmm. little bit about that one. Um, that was. Uh, I sent him the beat last year, and I, I knew what I was going through, but I didn't, you know, express that to people until, like, my mom was, like, officially no longer with us. But, um, I had told him, I want you to get on this, and we're gonna, the due date is all star weekend. And by that time, we probably was like, it was like seven months till February or something like that. So he was just sitting on the beat, um, and he had it, and he probably let him, I don't know what his process was, but I let him have, you know, let him hear the beat and sit on it for a while because I don't, I didn't want anything to be rushed. Um So that was, like, how the initial um me getting him on it because we had just, I had just sent him a, a pack, a beat pack for his project he dropped. Um And once he was officially done with that, I just sent him that one. Uh, so yeah, so that's the, like the beginning of the idea, and then in February All Star Weekend, that's what we, uh, that's how we spent our All Star Weekend. We got in the studio, knocked it out, and um, he kind of had everything, what he wanted to say, and he just cleaned up a few things and knocked it out real quick, and got on about his day. I was like, wow, <laughs> and uh. Yeah, man, I, I really like his, uh, style and what he, what he's able to do. And, um, he fun to work with. Um, he might be the potential music partner for me, depending on how far we pursue, uh, the music thing. Um, uh, we in good talks and good standing and, um, we vibing, man, as far as the business part and, um, and one of the hottest songs on the tape. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I was big in that one, but the one I also loved uh, was No Fashion, because he shouts out all the other stuff he's doing, like the website and the clothing, so talk about yeah. that one a little bit. Uh, that one is just, um, a lot of my songs is, is, is like motivating people to do more for themselves and embracing hate. Um so, I, I, I got like four songs you can reference to that, even if it's like the whole vibe of the song. Or, but, um, no fashion is just, uh, giving hints and it's shotting out my brand. And that, uh, that, uh, like people will build you up or, or downplay you just so they can, you know, do those same things. And then, um, hmm yeah pretty much just, just shouting out my brand and the mission and then how people how you know how it attracts certain attention and then you know sometimes you can play those attention to your um <laughs> advantage and flex, so that's pretty much what I was on, and then just feeling great about yourself like I'm like basically saying I'm dope <laughs> oh, yeah, in my own more. little way and then um when I shot out the '96 uh, Impala, that's one of my cars that I used to like as a kid, mostly from All About the Benjamins. I'm not sure if that was a '96, but that's uh, one of my cars that I, I want to get and um, deck out, a little project car later on. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. That one, that no fashion. I was like, uh oh, I'm up on it, but for people don't know. Check out Bur Burial Bros. Is that my saying? am I saying it right? Burris Bros. Or Bur- Bur- other pe- Yeah, and other people say Burris. Um but Burris is the way um, my grandpa used to announce yeah, his last name. But you can also say it correctly in the Bur Burris, you know. Um either or works. Yeah, that that website, check it out, Burris Bros. And then yeah. Ellie Lennon, definitely check out the clothing, man. He really got some stuff in. Man, check out that old interview to really know. Because I really feel like you can feel somebody's music more when you know their story. So if you really uh, have time, go really check out that Ellie Lennon interview. Then put the uh, birth the nephew on and then just vibe with him, man. Get that positive energy. This is somebody that's sure. been through a lot, but just get sure. the positive energy out, man. No matter what, we all can learn. And you talked a little bit about elevate and you made that during the hard time and I was like, Man, your energy you must have been feeling it because the elevate beat is crazy. It's one of the craziest beats I feel like on the whole tape. I think that is like you you feel it, like you wanna elevate on that thing right there. Yeah. I I basically just saying I can't let what's going on bring me down. I gotta keep going and elevating to do what I need to do and like I said in the last interview, just do all the things that made her proud. Um, so I went in there and knocked that out. Like we ain't gonna let this bring us down. We got to elevate, continue to um, prosper. Elevate and stack that paper. That paper, you yeah. gotta do, it, bro. <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta elevate. Yeah. So a little slow, Dad. I, I I heard you also got another person at the end. Who is that at the end? Giving that real game, that real slick talk, you know what I'm talking about? You just giving that shit. Yeah, that's my boy, um, that's my boy Avenue. Uh, he was one of the only ones to submit skits and, and stuff like that in that nature. Other than Kingston, he had did, uh, in the intro, he did a little, a little snippet. But I really wanted to bring back, uh, skits. So that was one of my goals. Um, goals to do and he was one of the ones that capitalized on the opportunity everybody else just wasn't really fucking with it or missed the post or the opportunity I don't know but he he did his thing man uh, he gave me so many options to play with that you know I, I just rocked with the two but yeah shout out to my boy Av um, for people that don't know me as an artist I started music With him about um, I I, as far as recording, I started recording with him about ten years ago, so it was really important to have him do something for the project. Oh yeah, yeah, because I I did hear um, him in the beginning. Now that you mention that, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I feel like this album is super West Coast is really like, like, you know, I think most of your listeners are going to come from the West Coast, but anybody that appreciates that West Coast vibe, that West Coast feel, they definitely could appreciate this, uh, the Birth of Nephew album, man, Nephew Cannon and really appreciate somebody that's really a young black man out here grinding for his family, trying to take his wife, his kids, all his family. I see you real supportive, man, uh, with your uh, sister and the other Family and just you know, your whole grind, and you always motivate me. Is what people don't know. You help me out a lot, and I'm I would never like try to hide and be fake. Like no, nah, it's all me. Like nah, I get a lot of help, and you wanted to help yeah. people that, that I call to and I call on when I need help, and you really help me out. And I really respect your grind, man. I really respect this project for you to really go out there and do it. Because a lot of people can talk about it, talk about it, and doing it. And your rollouts, the little countdown you had, how you're showing, it's on different stuff. Like, I mean, it's really like you really out there doing it, you know? And I really believe if you put that positive energy out there, if you put that, like, hard work out there, it's going to come back to you all the way. Yeah. And you really did it on this one. And I heard you talk about the Burbank PD, and I remember on the last podcast, you said, uh, uh, interview like when, the last podcast interview that i did with you you said it was a situation what was that situation again and what song was that on where you talked about burbank pd oh uh, on little swole that i gave a little hint as a whole intro uh, just to just to get past that moment um and to hint that like i'm a dude out here that's a businessman and uh like, basically, that situation was I'm on my way home from work. Um, I felt like I couldn't make it. I was tired. So I pull over off the freeway, go in a public parking area, and just take a little nap. Uh, uh, something tell me to wake up. And then I see, you know, all these police cars creeping on my truck. <laughs> and, um, I'm glad that I did wake, w- uh, was able to wake myself up before they did because, um, like, when you sneak up on me, I probably would have, like, jumped out and scared them, and who knows what could have happened at that point. But, uh, yeah, that, that song is just um, shouting out now, like, you know, they're they accusing me of doing something I didn't do. I'm in my work clothes, um, you know, just trying to go home, but I couldn't make it, so I'm doing the right thing and still getting messed with. They take my information and handcuff me around my name and they said it was going to search my vehicle but they never did once they seen that my my record was good they kind of let me go then they started talking little slick talk saying oh sorry if we scared you it, it, we know it's not easy having 10 pistols playing at your head and um why you work way over here if you live way over here and all these weird questions oh uh, whose truck is that how do you how can you afford something so nice and, um, if we find out you was out here really stealing Cadillac converters, you know, that's it for you and <laughs> a whole bunch of weird shit. So, yeah, on, shit, little, shit. Su- on Little Swole Dad, yeah, so on Little Swole Dad, I just, to get, to move past and to kind of document that on my behalf, like, I just went in that way, man. And that's going to be a summer anthem for the kids. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely yeah. gonna be a summer anthem. Just yeah, Lil Slow Dad" definitely was the one that stands out, man. It's a uh, super West Coast song, uh, "Little yeah. Slow Dad" joint. From the intro into on in, and even to the talk at the end, man. It's really, man, really a super super West Coast joint, man. <laughs> so and then for and then so you had that incident yourself, but you know you don't have to go too deep into it because, like I said before. Y'all should really go check out that other Shinny interview, Ellie Lennon creator interview and check that out. But um if you could speak briefly on what happened with your dad and the police. Uh yeah, um two thousand and two, uh my dad was um murdered. They document us killed but he was murdered by LAPD, um traffic stop suspected for doing some shit um prior that day. And uh his friend gets spooked, hop out the wick, run. My dad's still sitting in the passenger seat. Uh, I guess that startled the um the, the officer. They shoot one time when my dad in the passenger seat hit his back. So just that there they broke a lot of laws. Um because you're not supposed to shoot at no one with their back turned or some, something like that. From what I was told, I don't know the actual code or law or whatever was referred to me by uh, the lawyers that was thinking about taking the case. But, uh, yeah, that that's um, a little summary about that situation with Pops. Yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, even from back there in that podcast, like your story should motivate because you got all these things going on in your life. And you still are not, like, an angry person or angry or mad and, like, I hate the police and this and that. you still going on and you still creating and still being great despite all the things that you've been through, man. So we yeah. got to support that, uh the birth of nephew, man. Everybody needs to really, really support that. Check it out. Tell a friend. Check, like, check Ellie Lennon out. Check uh, Breeze Bros. Check out everything that he got going on, man. Because he worked hard. He's been through a lot, man. So he deserves the win. I hope this podcast really furthers that. I hope that his work in the community, he, he, man, he did a whole, y'all don't even know, he did a whole tour last summer. And you know, his clothing line, and it's great. Man. I still wear the shirts <laughs> when I'm traveling. When I'm traveling, airport wear or just out and about, man, I have it on. It's real comfortable, and it still ain't fading. I had it a year now. For all you <laughs> do that go to the different Urban Outfitters, the Forever 21s, all that, the shirt, you wash it three times, it's faded. His joints ain't even faded, man. So definitely check out that Ellie Lennon. That's E-L-L-Y Lennon. I hope you know how to spell that. But if not, L I N E uh, N dot com. check that out, man, and definitely check out the Barish Bros. Definitely check out The Birth of Nephew. Um, uh, but uh we oh uh, like that's your album and that's everything in a nutshell. So now yeah, we just gonna have a great conversation about what's going on in hip hop and everything. And what I was thinking about at work and with my uh coworkers and stuff, we always have deep talks. So I've worked with a bunch of white dudes and a couple of black dudes, but we pick each other's brains to see where we're at. But lately, uh, I've been wondering, can you really separate music, like say like a Kanye West situation, where you say slavery is a choice and you're doing all this stuff and you got the Trump hat and this and that, but he got some music out. And everybody like, yo, that's one kind of fire, these beats is hard, like I'm feeling it, it's good to turn up to. Like, how do you separate, or do you feel like, can you separate the art of the person's work from the person, or is it hard for you to separate who the person is from their music or whatever it is they do? You can separate it. At the end of the day, he is human. Uh, we gave him his celebrity, so we made him the image we we hold him, or, or the standards we give him is something we we gave him as a people. Um, if you dig deeper into what he's trying to say or articulate, you you would understand that he's just bluntly saying that everyone has a choice. Um, we don't have to go through certain things we can in that moment of time we can make a choice that's better for us and um and that's kind of what he said. He just kind of used the um, an example that kind of hurts from people that that that's um connected or know their history about their families that were enslaved um so so a lot of people were hurt about that and um, I guess they took it above and beyond and then they started get, taking it a little personal by saying, oh, my my grandma was raped. She didn't have a choice for that or, you know, people took it a little, little too personal, but they also have, they're also entitled to their opinion as well. And that's, that's what makes, you know, us as humans great. It all, everything is sparked off of an idea or a conversation to to push us as a culture and us as um, humans. You know, we have to have these debates, and we gotta really like like check like how y'all feel about this. And I think um, by him using the catchphrase "free thinker," like um, it kind of Sparks the idea for the youth that's paying attention that they don't have to hold back on what they think right or wrong or people disagree, like always state how you feel within that moment of time. And if somebody educate you on why you're wrong or you debate and you all going back and forth like you did on TMZ, at the end of the day, he represented, hey, we might not agree on this, but I want to end it with love because that's what it's about. Um, so I, 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 like I said, I always try to poke at the positive. Um, and I, that's the positive that I, I can analyze out of the situation. Um, why he does it. Industry people say it's for, um, for his own, you know, personal gain. Um, but who knows what it, what it really is or if he really, if he's really genuine about his thoughts. Like we don't know. We just know what TV talks about, and it's usually um, it's usually what, what when he has one of these outbursts. It's not like I don't know. We only know about when he does something crazy and when he drops music. So that's the only two things that they cover. You know, we see a picture of him being a dad, but we don't have any full out stories about him. You know, enjoying fatherhood and stuff like that. They do they go for the most uh, stuff that's going to get clicked, so that's um, yeah, pretty much how yeah. I sum up that. It just for me, it's like, you know, with music, even lately, they bring up R. Kelly, like, well, Bill Cosby, I yeah. caught, we need to get rid of R. Kelly, and I'm like, yo, like, it really sparks a debate in me, because I could say, well, I don't want to mess with Kanye West, but I still love R. Kelly music, and then this person and this person and years later it may come out that this person did this and this person did that but honestly all of the genius thinkers and all of like some people that create great stuff they're a little crazy and they got a little (laughs) celluses in their closet and they've done things before so if we cancel one we might need to cancel them all we're going to have to really get into the business of like I'm going to get rid of everybody that I like so I mean I really think you're going to have to separate the art from the people. Now, if it's something yeah. that touches you dearly, that you really, really care about, if you 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 know, like if you were molested as a young girl or something like that, you ain't going to really rock with R. Kelly. Or if you was taken advantage of as a young girl, you ain't going to really rock with R. Kelly. If you're a civil rights activist and you're really out here, and you hear something like Kanye say slavery is a choice, you may like, yo, I'm not good with it. But at the end of the day, um, the conclusion we came to at work, and I even asked my wife and other people, whatever it is you like, you like it. And even and I think that's what he's trying to get across too, is be a free thinker. Like, yo, I like what I like, and that's it. Like, I really wasn't feeling where he was going and the things he was doing. So I first, I've only listened to the album this week, uh, and I didn't even listen to the whole thing yet. I listened to probably like five songs of it. But I hear in it the whole free thinking and the like, I don't give a fuck no more. I'm just going to say whatever. Yeah. What's on my mind, and it feels good to just do that. And I can respect where he's coming from on that. But I think the problem that people have with him is that he was the highest on the pedestal of black empowerment in hip-hop yeah. and being great and speaking out for us, and George Bush don't give a fuck about black people, Beyonce had the craziest song, we was like, that's fucking right, Kanye, like, tell that shit, but now that he said something we don't agree with, everybody's like, fuck him, but I mean, a lot of other people was probably like, fuck him back in the day, so it's like a real complex thing, and then for me as a black man, I'm tired of that canceling my brothers and shit like that, maybe, for me, it was more so like, I feel like Kanye's really confused at, at times, he admits mm-hmm. to having mental issues. He admits to having these problems. So it's like, I don't really, I'm not here for to watch him make an ass of himself. I don't want to see that. I want to, this man gave us All Falls Down, one of the realest fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. He gave us some of the greatest beats. He gave us Jesus Walk. He gave us a lot of great music. The whole, like, I'm working this. The slave shit. I wish I had a slave. Like he gave us so much empowerment, but I really feel like, I and mean, it's not excuses. Real shit. When he lost his mom, he lost his world. He really lost his mind at so in some in some in some point. And then for him to really like, I think the story is he wanted his mom to go get the surgery and pushed it. Like, hey, you know, you should do this. And for him to live with that burden on him, like maybe it's my fault. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know, that's a lot. So I'm not into canceling people. I'm in the, you know, hey man, I wish you the best. Pray for you, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I'm not really, cause we done that too long. That crabs in the buckle, barrel mentality is real. I'm not doing that shit no more. Like I may fall back from you, but the whole fuck you and this and that, unless you did something to me personally, I'm I'm not really gonna get into that business like like that. Like I'm not doing that because we did that for too long, man. And uh, we definitely, that's why me and you, we click like that, because be like, yo, you know, you got some music out, or you working on this, or, you know, I'm wanting to do merchandise, so I ain't going to shout out every shit, even though that shit hot, that shit, the fabrics is great, everything about it is great, but I'm fucking, I, I ain't going to shout him out, that's, that's <laughs> not going to get me nowhere, like, now I'm always mm-hmm. going to shout that shit out. I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, I don't have no sponsors, but I'm going to make that shit be my sponsor, Ellie Lennon, like, go get mm-hmm. that shit. Because it's a good product, and I want to promote shit I believe in. So I just think, like, man, bottom line is uh, listen to whatever you like. Listen to uh, The Birth of Nescu. Definitely check that out, man, and just, hey, live life, man. But also a hot topic. It's kind of old now, but I got to ask, what's your thoughts on the Pusha T and Drake situation? What is your thoughts? Uh, Hip-hop is hip-hop. But um I think it would have been better if they just kept it more so on just I mean you can I, I don't have a problem with them mentioning a name but not being disrespectful to people that's not in hip hop like um Drake mentioned Pusha's wife, but it wasn't in a disrespectful way, he just said it. And then pusha that was enough to drive him to talk about, you know, his mom, his dad, and then the mystery baby, you know. Like, all that's cool, but to me, like, I don't really care about his personal life and what's going on, so that's a bit messy. I just want to hear y'all go bar after bar about each other and, like, what, what, what could happen, and, like, you know, to each other. You know, I just want that bar for bar going at it. Not that drama reality TV on wax. That's what that was. And um, shout out to Jay Prince, the OG from Rap-A-Lot Records. Uh, Drake fed into it and he could have ended, allegedly could have ended Kanye and Pusha T's career with the dirty laundry. He went to go record as a response, but Jay Prince. Um, his son, Jazz Prince, put Drake on and connected him with Lil Wayne for people that don't know. um He told him like You're part of my family, and this is not what we do. We don't tear down black people, so shout out to him because um, i I write that I write that that same plane man um, uh, we can't be out here tearing each other down. It's okay to speak up and have differences, but um, the only way we're gonna break cycles and get out of that Poverty mindset, like I said on the poverty intro, is like be willing to break them cycles like too much laundry. And, um, yeah. and, uh, that's the best example I can give from facts. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it, it was very interesting. And, I mean, I think Pusher definitely played chess with mm-hmm. his shit because he knew he was like, yo, I'm going to drop this little hint. About the Quentin Miller, which is like, okay, everybody knows Drake, oh, Drake don't write his music, blah, blah, blah. He dropped a little joint, little jab, but he knew if he could get Drake really respond, he got him. I don't know much about mm-hmm. chess, so I can't even use that term, it's chess, not a I don't, I can't even use that because I don't uh, know. You got know, it, right? But, you know, <laughs> it's just like, he really set him up because he had this information about Drake. In yeah. in today's hip-hop battles, it's about the memes. What's going to create the memes? It's about what's going to make the laugh, what's going to set social media on fire, the trending topics, and then also, he knew like, yo, yo Drake don't be fucking around, because even with him dropping the ducky freestyle, Drake be on it, so he, niggas know like, yo, when you say nigga name, you better be ready to go. For real, yeah. for real. So, for Pusha it was Chess, and then it is right, because, you know, everybody was saying from Charlemagne to a lot of people, they like, Drake has more to lose. If he's like, F you, F your mom, F this, I spit on this, for like, Drake got a lot of sponsors, Drake got an album coming out, Drake got a yeah. lot to lose. So the best thing yeah. to do is, we live in a microwave era anyway, where a, a classical album, like Jay-Z, 444, or any big album you like can last like two weeks nowadays. Yeah like they just literally be in and out so by the time it's been released scorpion drake album gonna come out june 29th ain't nobody gonna care about this if Mm -hmm. the shit is fire nobody's gonna care about it like everybody's Mm -hmm. gonna move on and they're gonna be partying all summer long to drake scorpion album especially the rumors is gonna be half r&b and half rap like it's gonna be if that's true and he, they say he had a song about his son. He was going to tell people about the son. All of that, like, if it's true, like, it's going to be fire. Nobody's going to care. And, you know, like you said, shout out to um, Jay Prince, man. Like, just for really stepping in, like, because that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I could get on this podcast. This shit is, the tongue is mightier than a swore. I can get on this podcast. And I don't have that many listeners, but I could influence one or two people. Like, fuck Kanye. Don't listen to him no more. But I'm like, I'm not not on that type of time. I'm not doing that. And I want to, you know, like, hey, man, disagree. We speak like men. If I have a problem with you, I call you or I can, you know, come see you. We meet somewhere. We talk. Or we could agree to disagree. But what I'm not going to do is tear you down in front of the world to see you. It's just like... Hey, somebody asked me a question. Do you like this person? I mean, yeah, hey, we have our differences, but I wish him the best. Y'all keep it moving. That's all you got to do, man. But yeah. shout out to definitely um uh Jay Prince for stepping in. And I de- definitely got to read that book, Respect. I yeah, I got to get that check. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that definitely has some stories in it that we all might want to hear. So, you, Story. You, uh, and he was also a businessman before he got in the rap game, too. He owned a lot, so that'll give oh, some yeah. insight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, anybody looking to be an entrepreneur, you should look into his business mind. Definitely because he was independent, like uh, the birth of nephew. Uh, yes. is independent, and uh, beats, independent. You did it, and all the lyrics, you did it. So, I mean, it's definitely for all the independence, like, Myself, yourself, everybody that wanna get it on their own and like I'm at this point like, yo, you could be my partner, but I own everything. Like that's <laughs> it. Like anybody that's what type of time everybody should be on. It's so much available with the internet and social media that everybody could be their own boss. Everybody could eat, man. But you yeah. being an LA dude, switching over to sports, man, is LeBron going to the Lakers, man, you're an insider man. Come on, man. What's up, man? <laughs> LeBron going to Lakers uh, or what? it's still a toss up, there's rumors every day. Um if we rent 'em for five years, I I'll be happy. Hopefully it'd be like the, the Shaq era where we rented Shaq for five seasons and got three three out of four. Um so I'm all in. Uh somebody with his insight and work ethic and help mold and shape the young Laker players. Uh, I'm not all for them getting rid of some of the young talent because there's still a lot of the young talent that they did drop from the team that I felt like that was a bad move. But we never know until the next, you know, five to 10 years to see what these actual actual players turn out to become. But um, as far as LeBron, uh, I think it's a toss up, man. You, 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 uh Throw Philly in the mix. You could throw Houston in the mix. Um, Don't sleep on the Clippers. They got Jerry West in the front office, and he's a savvy dude when it comes to this recruiting and drafting players. So if he comes to L.A., don't be surprised if it might be for, you know, the the Clippers or someone else. Yeah, man, I heard on – I think I was listening to Jalen and Jacoby, I think it was. I like to give people their credit. I think it was mm-hmm. that. I heard something about LeBron possibly going to the Clippers, and I was like, wow. And now that you said <laughs> that, I was like, now at first I was like, no way. But now that you said the logo, Jerry West was there, I was like, that's a huge possibility.
1: That's yeah. a big
0: possibility. Because I didn't even – I forgot that he went there. I know he was a Golden State for a little while, and yeah. then he went over to the Clippers like, yeah. So now – it's starting to become like okay, I'm gonna keep the Clippers on my radar, and that's why I asked you, man, because you are inside mold on everything LA yeah. sports. So shout out to you, man. Uh, and, and last little like just around the way thing, and I'm just you know just trying fun facts and fun talk, this barbershop talk for you. Is that what's your thoughts on Six Nine, man? Like everybody got mixed reviews on Sakashi Six Nine. So what's your thoughts on it? If I told you, I would know how this <laughs> industry works a little clearly. But as um, far as talent, if you do your homework of the songs he wrote for people and possibly ghostwritten for people, the young kid is talented as heck and smart as heck. He might not be so a genius, ge- but he's smart. I'll just keep it at that. And I and so I and I'm, a, for people, and, and I'm, a, I'm a silent, yes, on a big hit that you and you probably know. <laughs> and, wow. um And 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 I would say I'm a silent huge fan, cause um, yeah. And um, but part part of like the street culture stuff and all of that, talking smack, um, that's that's the wave right now. Um, I'll just end it at that. That's what somebody put on Instagram. I was looking the other day, um, and it was like, yo, people talk crazy all day to dudes on the internet, but a hit a girl in a minute. So it's like, this rap game that we in nowadays is crazy because we know how Tupac and Biggie ended. But now with yeah. the whole, like, you show I'm, you know, in your city, the whole this, it, like, a lot of people really haven't been touched. Back in the day you was getting touched immediately. You yeah. seen in the NWA movie. Uh Ice Cube and Easy At Beat, they got touched. We see how Biggie and Tupac ended. We see all we hear all these legendary fights, Jay-Z and Big Pun. It was like, yo, people got touched for real. Now yeah. it's like, dog, I'm on the internet, I'm popping shit crazy, like, yo, I'll come pull <laughs> up on you. I yeah. I'm showing guns. The old the what we grew up in, they ain't show no gun. They only yeah. only time we heard about guns is when they got caught with one or they shot somebody with one. But yeah. now this internet era but what I could say about six nine is like, yo, he's I mean, the dude is he got something working for him. I mean, I hope that he doesn't get killed or go to jail. And one thing I know about New York, if you know remember Bobby Schmerder, what they do is they let yourself they let you. New York wants to win. They want to go to court yeah. and they want to win. So what they do is they let you build a case on your damn self. Let you think you get away with it. Let you rack up all these charges and then they bring your ass to court. So if you're dealing yeah. with anything like that, that's a problem. Or if somebody really wobbles enough, and I, how everybody says it's not going to be Chief Keith, it's not going to be this person that he be. It's going to be somebody the friend of somebody, or a fan of somebody that's going to try to hurt you, so it's like, yeah. in that aspect, it's like I hope the young man take care of himself and watch out for himself, but if you hear Gumbo loud somewhere, yo, that song goes crazy, like if you hear most of his songs loud somewhere, it goes crazy, like, the place yeah. go crazy, and I love the era that we in, people don't like the new rap, They like they don't even rap, it's kind of like punk rock trap music to me because his his wave is definitely his wave and trippy red wave is exactly like that that's why i'm a little uzi verse all that i love like when i when i was young i was like yo give me away give it away give it away now like i was like this shit is hard i was like i like this i like their song i like no doubt it was I'm just a girl but the beat was catchy and then they go into yeah. the rock part and that shit be wild and they be pushing. Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. I'm like, this shit is hard. These white people dirty shit is hard as fuck. I'm like, this shit is <laughs> crazy. And I, I I used to see commercials for headbangers, ball or MTV and all kind of shit. I was like, yo, this shit hard, but like my people ain't too much into it. But right now I feel like it's fucking great that we in the whole Trap punk era, like it's really like stage diving and mosh pits and all that, but in the hip hop trap kind of form. I love it, man. I mean, like, no, it's not lyrical, but it ain't meant to be lyrical. It's, it is what it is. It's like this trap punk era, and I, I love it. I mean, and I like Six Nine Songs, man. I mean, I hope, you know, things end up well for him, and, you know, hopefully it's not messing up his money too bad, is the main thing you know, if you can't go here, you can't go there. It's messing up your money, you know. And people gonna hate and him. And pe- people say he can't go, but dude just went. I think to Chicago was handing out money <laughs> to to the homeless yeah. and people on the street. So
1: the and he kid, always kid, try to
0: balance it out, man. He tries to yeah. balance it out. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he got good intentions, but he's just using. He understands marketing, and his team does as well. And um mm-hmm. he just want to win, and he's willing. You he can tell that he's willing to do or say anything to win. Um, a lot of yeah, people you don't have respect that, drive. that That's a, yeah, that's a strong statement. A man. lot of people don't have that made. drive where you put your life on the line, you know, and talk reckless. But we're in a day and an age where people might feel some type of way. But he's smart how he move, you know, I don't think he just walk around with his homies. I think they actually have, you know, people that that, that got his back as well. Yeah, I mean he knows he seems like he knows what he's doing and hopefully yeah. some positive could come his way. And he has to do that because nobody is helping him. The freshman cover, double XL don't help him. That's a big yeah. controversy. Radio don't really help him like that. I mean, but yeah. he's one of the hottest dudes out, but a lot of people don't focus on him, and they say sex sells and negativity sells. Look at the news. I tell people all the time, do a test, watch a whole hour of the news, see how many positive stories it'll be out of all those negative murders and rapes and this and that versus, like, yeah, somebody well, doing good Trump. in the community. Yeah, yeah, like, it's going to be, like, one little story while they cut the commercial break about something positive, but all the rest is going to be negative. So, if he knows that negative is going to get him in the forefront, like, yo, I got to do what I got to do because nobody else is helping. So, hey, it is what it is. So, before we get out of here, man, what do you what do you want people to take away from this album and this experience and uh, the vibe and everything? Like, what do you want people... Cause I feel like when you have expectations going into an album, it to kind of mess it up. So what do you like? What so tell them exactly what you want them to think when they listen to this album, The Birth of Nephew. Well, my overall goal is for everyone out there to at least listen to it once, and then whatever setting that you're listening into, whatever you choose, however you choose to listen to it, like if you're just chilling um at home and got the earphones or if you're in the car and you listen to it like make each experience listening to it different and you'll appreciate it more like um i listen to it in the car plenty of times i listen to it um you know my big club speakers um Uh, I listen to the headphones on the TV, you know, like different, you get a different feel and you can hear like, like each experience is going to be different and something's going to stand out to you. Like, if that makes sense, even if you use it and you listen to it while you're working out, you know, it might get that. That's the first time I listened to it. That's the first time I listened to it. It's a good, it's a good workout. Um, it's a good workout, um, album soundtrack, you know? Some of the songs, you know, make you feel good and energized for working out. So try that as well. And if you like that experience, like, keep doing it, you know. Um, And just feedback on what you like and little things you don't like, because there's always room to improve, you know. Um, There's, like, a list of things I didn't like personally, but people didn't even notice it. Um but for the most part, uh yeah, just that feedback, hit me up, you know. I'm I interact with every all my listeners, you know, I'm not too good to ignore anyone. I, I take my time and um reply and and joke with you, talk to you, you know. So, um, you know, reach out to me, uh on my social media platforms is Kenny Always at Kenny Always on IG, Twitter, and um on Facebook is nephew Kenny. Uh, they wouldn't let me change it to Nephew because I keep changing uh <laughs> the uh names and stuff. But um yeah, just just experience it and and see what kind of um what you hear and what, what you know what 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 you like and what you don't like. And uh yeah. yeah definitely it's there. a vibe and definitely Like, you know, it's good to work out. Like, it definitely got that. Like, energy. The best way you describe it are a positive energy. Like, that's the best way I could describe it. And definitely shout out uh, your clothing line and your website and spell it out for people. Yeah, so um, for where you can get a lot of my music content, that'll be at com. It's B-U-R-R-I-E-S bros bros dot com and then for merch um for my clothing line that's linen dot com that's l e l y l i n e n dot com and um you can also find those two pages on social media or instagram like if you want to get like some fast insider content if you don't want to always go to the websites so you can go at Baris Bros or at Ellie Lennon to keep up with what's going on with me uh, or those brands, you know, separately. And also, if you're anyone out there that um, want to find an outlet to to talk about what you're doing, my uh, BarisBros.com is a good platform for that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. Man, definitely check out uh the album, uh, The Birth of Nephew. Definitely check out thebreezebros.com. I'm telling you to close, man. And I heard you say Sheesh starting out one of the other songs. I was laughing when I was at the gym. I was like, your boy had the on the socks. The sheesh. He, yeah. he was bringing it back. And a lot of people were saying it, but you was doing it, man, early on. And, man, I'm just proud, man. I love, man, Roll Out. I love the artwork, the sound, man, is great, man, and I, I mean, I just respect you for always being you and always being so positive and upbeat when every sign could point to you being a real negative and, like, just mean and just, like, I hate everything type of person. You really <laughs> turn the other cheek, you know, you being a good father, a good husband, and just being, you know, a good guy, a good guy to just follow and root for, man, we all need somebody to root for and want somebody to win and definitely I always watch your moves and hope that you win, man, And everything and anything that you do and I think you know, this is a good project and I think all the things you're doing, all your ideas you're throwing at the wall, one of them or hopefully all of them is going to stick and I uh, really yeah. appreciate you doing this interview, man. Well, I appreciate you and likewise I wish you the best on your journey as well and uh, Thank you for um, taking your time to document, you know, little highlights. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I wish so, you will. man, I really appreciate that, man. So, nephew Ken, the birth of nephew, man. Also, I'm trying to promote, promote, promote. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am giving you a dun, 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 phone charger. I'm gonna go over to father below. If any of you that have a great all jokes aside, like the great comment on your favorite episode or this episode or, hey, what you do like, what you don't like, this comment, the best comment, I'm going to go and I'm going to walk over to Five Below because it's across the street from my house and I'm going to purchase you a phone charger. But that thing works really good. Not the portable phone charger to be exact. So the best comment, man, the portable phone charger from Five and Below because, uh, niggas broke and trying to promote his, uh, podcast. So it's like, hey! Hey, throw, 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 throw in some, uh, the PS4 controller dot controller for five bucks. Those work amazing, too. Hey, for all them Fortnite fans, huh? <laughs> yeah, whatever you guys like from five and below, hit me. And you could even write that in the, uh, comment because I only got five bucks. <laughs> but uh, all just aside. <laughs> I'm trying to promote, promote, promote. So, hey, man, the best comment, I'll go over five below. I think the portable phone charge is what seems universal because everybody's phone dying. So everybody mm-hmm. needs that little portable joint. You got a concert. You out on the town. You need to get that Uber and you've been on your phone all night. Yo, you might need that portable phone charge. They're all like kids in. That's why, boy, that's why I lean to a situation like this. Anything you see at five below you like, the best comment. I'm gonna go hit you up man, and I'm gonna go get it and I'm gonna send it to you. And uh uh man, tell a friend about this podcast, this is a recorded podcast. Um and hey, more to come, man. If you like this interview, uh check out the four hip hop interview I got missus recorded, the solo eternal, the Rod G Star Tyler, if you into that kind of, you know, interview and learning more about people, if you into that kind of podcast, check those out. And if you want to laugh, the last two we did, the Roots Picnic, part one and part two, me and my wife just were really fooling, like clowning for real and just going crazy. So it's something for y'all to laugh at. But uh most of all, man, y'all go check out um, everything my boy is doing, Nephew Kid, The Birth of Nephew is the name of the album. Ellie Lennon is the merch and clothing line. Barice Bros is everything that you need to post your stuff on. And get on there and promote yourself and just check different things out, stuff you might not be up on, man. But uh most of all, uh thank y'all for your time. Thank you, Ken, and this is recorded. Peace. Peace.